Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We're going to be going through all your news and updates through the past week. There's been a hell of a lot of them, so we'll get through them straight away. We'll get started. Charlie Staines admits he drifted in and out of games mentally last year. He spent the offseason bulking up and is determined to get back to his best. So that's what we love to hear about these young wingers getting to their best. I think that... Charlie Staines is a level we haven't even seen yet, so it's going to be very interesting to see how he goes in 2022. Kurt Mann, the the Knights' utility, is reportedly set to start wearing the 13 jersey. I think that's a great move there from the Knights. His tackle count last year per game was phenomenal, so can't wait to see Kurt Mann wear the 13. We got a little taste of it in the trials, and I liked every bit of that to be honest I loved watching Kurt Mann at 13 I thought he did a really good job as I said the tackling was sensational with a bit of ball playing in the 13 jersey as well so it's like having a third half on the field it is really helpful for that attack of the Newcastle Knights I think Kurt Mann had to be starting on the field for the Knights he is one of their most talented players in my opinion and I can't wait to see how he goes this season Kevin Walters The Broncos coach has reportedly told the club he would like his contract extended until the end of 2023. This has obviously been done. He has got that contract extension now with the club for 2023. Took him a while to get it, but he got it. Uh, And I'm very happy for Kevin Walters there. Takes a little bit of pressure off his back that will pretty much be there for the entirety of the season and going into next season as well. But we worry about what's going on now. A little pressure on Kevin Walters going into this season with all the media announcements and all the media about the club. It is going to be an interesting season there for Kevin Walters, but I wish him all the best. I hope I'm wrong and the Broncos make the finals and they have a really good season. I really do hope I'm wrong, but uh, from outside looking in, it is a lot of pressure there on Kevin Walters. Anthony Milford, the former Broncos 5'8", is poised to join the Knights for 2022 and could return as early as April. That's next month, which is crazy. Depending on how this court case goes with him, uh, I'd be very excited to see Anthony Milford come back and play for the Newcastle Knights. I think he'd do really well there and he'd be a great addition to the side, especially with them losing their starting nine for the season and also... Uh, having a bit of a halves dilemma after the exit of Mitchell Pierce as well. It really solved a lot of problems there. I think Anthony Milford and Jake Clifford would be a great halves pairing, but it'd be really interesting to see. Tavita Pangai Jr. NRL commentator Steve Roach has backed the Tongan enforcer to make his New South Wales debut this year and says he would love to play alongside him. Wouldn't anyone love to have played alongside Tevita Pangai Jr.? He's just an absolute freak, an absolute monster on the field. I sort of agree with this one, but there's so many players eligible for New South Wales. It is just hard to pick the team at the moment, especially with a lot of guys that are available for selection, playing some really good footy in the trials. It really depends for me for the first seven to eight rounds. I was saying it on the podcast with Lee. We won't know about any player in any situation until about round seven or eight, when we can say that they are consistent or not, 
whether they have good form or not. It'd be very interesting to see how some of these players go this season. Can't wait to see how Davida Pangai Jr. goes, though. I do back him to make his origin debut. But, you know, there are guys like Victor Radley yet to make their debut as well. There's plenty of guys that could take his spot. So it'd be very interesting to see what happens with Davida Pangai Jr. The Melbourne Storm have announced that Christian Welsh and Jesse Bromwich will be the co-captains for 2022. Great co-captains there. Christian Welsh has been with the Storm for a long time. So has Jesse Bromwich. It'll be Jesse Bromwich's last year. And what a way to exit the club than to be the captain in a team where they could basically, if they wanted to, make the grand final. And I think that's pretty obvious to some people, especially with a team like the Melbourne Storm. Can't wait to see how they go this 2022 season. Wade Graham has suffered an ankle injury. It is a syndesmosis injury. He will miss the next six weeks. Very unfortunate there for Wade Graham. Uh, he's such a sensational player when he's on the field. And we know that because he made origin the other year. And people forget that. He made origin the other year. He played six. He did a phenomenal job for the New South Wales Blues. He did a phenomenal job for the Cronulla Sharks for a number of years. He's a fantastic player, and I am spewing that he'll be out for six weeks. But look, I'm sitting here, and I'm happy it's six weeks and it's not a year because, geez, I would hate to see Wade Graham out for another year of footy. Lucky it's only a six-week injury. Syndesmosis, though, beginning to be very common in our game. Hopefully, he's back before then or even in those six weeks and there's no further injury. Would love to see Wade Graham rip and tear this 2022 season. Adam Reynolds may miss round one. He and Kobe Hetherington currently at home isolating after testing positive on a rat test, now awaiting PCR results. If PCR results are positive, they will miss the next week for first the Bunnies. I've heard a number of things with this one. I've heard that they aren't playing, then I've heard that they are playing. It's a very confusing time for the Brisbane Broncos. Hopefully, Adam Reynolds and Kobe Hetherington get to play because Kobe Hetherington as well is just such a talented lock forward, and he's got a big future over at the Brisbane Broncos, in my opinion. You've also got Adam Reynolds there, who Brisbane fans really hope, and NRL fans in general as well, would hope that he is fit and ready to go in round one because I'd hate to see Adam Reynolds miss some footy. He's a sensational player. He obviously had that leg injury at the back end of last season, especially in that semi-final where he wasn't kicking for the whole game. I'm pretty sure that this would be a continuation of that injury. It's very interesting times for the Brisbane Broncos and especially for Adam Reynolds. And I really hope that he's all right and we don't have to see him miss games this season. Vunavalu and another Waratahs union player named Isaiah Peresi are on the Dolphins' radar. Vunavalu for me is no surprise. I'm talking about the players I know. I don't really know Isaiah, so I'm not really going to talk to talk about him much. But Vunavalu, I think that would be an awesome signing there for the Dolphins. I think that he'd bring a lot to that side. Not only experience, but if he still has that X factor from when he left the competition, he would be a huge signing and probably one of their big signings if they were to make any for this 2022 season. This 2022 season is to build up that Dolphins squad and he would be an unreal addition and one that we'd all sit back and enjoy. We would love 
to see Suliasi Vunavalu back in the competition, back in the NRL, playing for the new club. I mean, it ticks a lot of boxes for me. I would love to see it. Hopefully it happens. Vunavalu, if you're listening, mate, join the bloody Dolphins. We'd love to see it. Ryan Sutton, who I think has been exceptional for the Raiders as a front rower. He is one of those hard-hitting Englishmen that just terrorized the other team. He has been rumored to have signed with the Bulldogs from 2023 to 2025. I am not sure if this has gone through yet, but rumors are that he has signed with the club. I think it'd be a big signing for them. Two big Englishmen would be over at the club. I think it'd be a great signing for the Bulldogs if this one does go through. He is an absolute powerhouse, and I don't care where he is in this 2022 season. He's one to watch for me. Big powerhouse front rower. Can't wait to see him in 2022. Can't wait to see him this weekend. Chantal Clockstad, the Raiders fullback, has reportedly beaten Xavier Savage and will start the season at fullback. Can't wait to see Chantal Clockstad back full time, hoping that he's injury free. He is an absolute freak. I think people realize the impact he has on that side when he came back for them at the back end of the season. He was sensational. He was definitely one of my favorite guys to watch in that Raiders outfit, and I'm very happy that he's back there for the Raiders. Xavier Savage, though, I've said it on the podcast before, I've said it on the page before, he's definitely one to watch this season, though. Whether he's playing wing, whether he's playing 14, one to watch for sure. Xavier Savage, remember the name. Ola Kawatu, the Seagulls back rower, is expected to return from his forearm injury in round four. Can't wait to see his return. He's a sensational back rower. If I had a dollar for every time I said sensational this podcast, I'd have a few bucks on me. I'd have a few bucks on me. But Hamole Olakawatu, really talented back rower. I enjoyed watching him in 2021, especially in that debut season. I think it was his debut season. Um, but regardless, he was just a powerhouse for Manly and... I mean, he's probably one of my favorite back rowers in that squad as well. So, Hamole Olakawatu, definitely one to watch there. Angus Crichton, the Roosters' back rowers revealed his contract extension is a done deal and his manager is in the process of finalizing some details. Never really saw him leaving the Roosters. Angus Crichton seems very happy at the club and he is in some terrific form at the moment as well. So, He's another one I'm really excited to watch in 2022. I think he's going to be an absolute wrecking ball. Ruan Sims, the NRLW legend. A new NRLW medal has been created and named after Ruan Sims herself. It will be awarded to the best NRLW player each season. Awesome stuff there for Ruan Sims. Awesome stuff for any NRLW player that gets that medal. I'm actually going to be watching the NRLW this season because I love watching the women's games. I've been obsessed with it ever since I watched the games last season. I think the women are so aggressive. They play with so much grit. I've talked to most of my mates and 100% of them have said that the women's game is just so hardcore, so aggressive. Can't wait to see this NRLW season. Chanel Harris-Tavita 
has hit the open market. His manager has told rival clubs to formally express their interest in signing him for 2023 onwards. Jesus. Imagine Chanel Harris-DeVita at a top eight club. I've been saying it for a while now. Imagine Chanel Harris-DeVita at a top eight club. He would be unreal. He'd be definitely one to keep an eye on. He is such a hard-hitting halfback. Definitely one that I would have loved to have over at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, to be honest, but uh, wink, wink. Um, Chanel Harris-DeVita, manager, if you're listening, get him over there. Um, anyway, Chanel Harris-DeVita, really talented player in my opinion and definitely one that scouts should keep an eye on for sure. Paul Alamotti, the Bulldog center has suffered an ankle injury and is set to miss around eight weeks. Unfortunate there for Paul Alamotti. Most of my mates who play in the Harold Matthews Cup that have watched the SG ball games have told me how much of a freak this guy is. He is an absolute unit. The size of him is just unmatched. Big, big center. I know people didn't think he played that well in the trial game for the Bulldogs against the Knights. I thought he had some good touches. I reckon he's definitely going to be one to watch. Wouldn't be giving up on this kid just yet. He's definitely a really, really strong talent. And I can't wait to see the future of Paul Alamotti. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes his debut late in the season either. Daly Cherry Evans, the Seagulls halfback, is reportedly in negotiations to a re-signing with the Manly Seagulls until the end of 2024. Be a great deal there for Daly Cherry Evans. Pretty confident that he's not going to leave the club. If he did, I'd be very surprised. Uh, but it would be a great deal there for Daly Cherry Evans. Not sure the amount of cash going in the pocket. Um, but it doesn't really matter for me. I'd be happy if Daly Cherry Evans stays at Manly. I think he's really cemented a spot there. I think that's where he belongs in that Manly outfit. Victor Radley, the Roosters lock has declared he has no plans to tone down his aggression. Fucking oath. Good stuff there from Victor Radley. Lastly, we want his blokes turning down their aggression because of the rule changes. We love aggression in our game. Victor Radley, good stuff, mate. He says he wants to make it up to his teammates this year after missing multiple games last year. Love hearing that he won't turn down his aggression. That was a bit of a concern for me going into this year if he turned... uh, tune. What am I saying? If he would turn down his aggression. That was a concern for me going into this year because I know he got suspended a lot last year for high tackles, dangerous contact and the likes. Great stuff to hear that he's not turning down his aggression. Lord, I honestly can't wait to see Victor Radley this season. If he stays injury-free, if he stays suspension-free, I think he's one that I'd be tipping to make Origin and make his Origin debut this season. I don't care if he's in the squad. If I, I don't care if he's only in the squad. I reckon he'll make the squad. I reckon he's in the 17 for sure. Whether that's starting or whether that's off the bench, wouldn't be surprised if it's either for me. I reckon he's a sensational player. Edric Lee has re-signed with the Knights until 2022. I don't know if he's still on that development deal or if it's a nice NRL contract, um, but I can't wait to see Edric Lee and if he does play for the Newcastle Knights in 2022. The next Dolphins target has been revealed to be Talatau Amon, a.k.a. Junior Ramon. 
are you surprised? Are you really surprised? Because I'm not surprised one bit. I reckon this guy is an absolute freak. When I saw this announcement, I was not surprised one bit. He is an absolute freak of nature. The way he moves the ball, the step that he has, he's so slick off that left boot. He is an absolute freak. Wouldn't be surprised if he's starting with Ben Hunt this season because he's definitely got the potential for it. Jeez, I wouldn't be surprised if this kid in the next few years makes his Origin debut as well. I reckon he's such a freakish talent. Give him a few years to settle in, but I reckon this guy is a player of the future for sure. Tano for Sulamala Aoi. Samoa's World Cup hopes have been taken another hit with the Titans captain committing to play for Australia. Damn, that is unluggy Samoa. Unluggy. He's coming over to Australia. He's going to be playing for Australia in the World Cup. I'm liking this as an Aussie myself, as an Aussie man. Loving this talent. Just give them all to us. Give them all to us. I'll take KP. I'll take Tushin Alaris Tavita. I'll take Jerome Luai. I'll take Brian Toto. I'll take anyone I can get. I would love to have them all in the squad. For fuck's sake, give them to me. Give them to me, ladies and gentlemen. I would love... As much talent as Australia can get, to be honest. Wayne Bennett. Now, he admitted that he was targeting Israel Folau, but it says here the Dolphins coach has officially ruled out making a play to sign him. So, oh, I would have loved to have seen Israel Folau back in the competition in some good form. That would have been really interesting to see. A bit unfortunate for us fans here, but we've got so many talented players here. I mean, that's it's. Yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be all right, ladies and gentlemen. We don't really need Israel Folau. We'll be all right. AJ Brimson, the Titans 5'8", has been carrying a groin injury through the preseason trials, but is expected to be fit for round one. And I hope so. I hope he's fit. I hope he's ready to go. AJ Brimson, he is an absolute freak. I'm very interested to see how his transition from fullback to 5'8 goes. I reckon he's a really talented player regardless. I reckon he's going to be a real running 5'8. I reckon that's the game he's going to go for. I know that sounds a bit obvious to the people listening, but I reckon he's going to be a big running 5'8, whereas Toby Sexton's going to sort of take the reins. And I know that sounds ridiculous for a young kid, but I reckon Toby Sexton's going to be the guy taking the reins, putting the kicks up. Be very interesting to see how this Titans side looks, actually. I'm... Very excited to see how the side looks come round one. Junior Paulo. Michael Ennis has declared the Eels prop is the greatest player he's ever seen play in the position of the front row. That's a big call there from Mick Ennis. Big call. And it's good signs for 2022. Good signs for round one. Can't wait to see Junior Paulo rip and tear for Parramatta. Can't wait to see how Parramatta go this season. Joseph Suwali, the Roosters teenager, is on track to return from his injury in early rounds of 2022. Can't wait to see Suwali, whether he'll be in the starting lineup or not. Most people I talk to, especially Roosters fans, telling me that he is in that starting lineup for them. They've got to remember they have guys like Kevin Naguama, who's been guaranteed, I think, by the coach to be playing in the centers come round one. Although that could change depending on form. I reckon Naguama is going to go really well though. They've also got Paul Monorowski, 
who is a genuine goal kicker. So they do need a goal kicker in their side, the Roosters, especially when it comes to the end of the year when Takiyaho exits the building. They do need a goal kicker for the next few years. And I think Paul Monorowski long-term would be a great one to have in the back line as well. So that takes up your center and your wing spot. Be very interesting to see what happens. I know that Joseph Manu is pretty keen to move himself around. Um, he can play six. He can play one. So very interesting stuff for the Roosters, in my opinion. It'd be very interesting to see how it shapes up in 2022 this season. I'll keep saying 2022 like it's not 2022 yet. It is 2022. What the fuck am I talking about? Uh, but it, very interesting stuff there still for the Roosters. I'm very excited to see how this Roosters, out, Roosters outfit goes in 2022. I think they're very, very prone for a premiership. I reckon they could definitely win the comp this year. It's all dependent on how this back line goes, how the side goes, how Sam Walker goes. There's a lot of stuff that the Roosters have to look at and a lot of stuff for the Roosters to think about this season. Clint Gutherson, the Eels captain, says their 2022 roster is the strongest yet and they will make it happen and win the premiership. Look, I've got a few premiership contenders in mind. I don't think Parramatta are one of them. I don't even have Parramatta in my top four and you'll find out my ladder prediction on Wednesday. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I've just announced it. My ladder prediction will be coming out on Wednesday when the draws do for round one. I'm pretty sure, just depending on what happens with school and stuff, I'll get it out in the morning. My ladder prediction, though, coming out on Wednesday. On Tuesday, I've got my big calls coming out. So big calls for the season. Some of the big calls will reveal what half my ladder looks like. Um, but two very interesting posts coming out over the next few days. So my big calls coming out on Tuesday and my ladder prediction coming out on Wednesday. Really exciting week. And then obviously on Friday, as we always do, the podcast with Lee, the one and only Lee Addison. Make sure you guys tune in for that one because it's going to be an absolute cracker. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's get straight back into the news. Britton Nakora, the Sharks back row, admits he has not heard of any Tigers' interest in him. Now, obviously, earlier in the week, it was revealed that the Tigers had interest in signing him. But the Sharks back rower himself said that, said that he admits he has not heard of the Tigers' interest and says he wants to re-sign with the Sharks. I think for the Sharks, long-term, they have to keep this guy in their squad. Really talented back rower. I say it a lot. He's not the biggest back rower you've ever seen, but he definitely makes up for it with the strength and determination that he has. Great player, Britton Nakora. Cronulla Sharks, Ronaldo Mulatolo and Matt Ikevalu both say they're open to playing center in 2022 if it means locking down a spot in the back line. I think Ronaldo Militolo is pretty much locked in in the back line. I think he's a genuine winger. I also reckon just chatting with Lee that he'd be unreal in the centers. Not only just from chatting with Lee, but watching him in that trial game, the ball skills that he has, he played a bit of center during the trial game as well. I reckon he'd be unreal in the centers, Ronaldo Militolo. In fact, if he was in the centers, he'd be one of the best centers in the comp. 
And that's not even an understatement. Uh, an overstatement. It's not even an overstatement. I reckon he would be. He's got so much potential, Ronaldo Mulatalo. I reckon he'd be an awesome center. Matty Cavallo, on the other hand, for me, is a genuine, a genuine winger in our competition. So I'd keep him there on the wing. I think he'd be unreal there. Now, I woke up. I woke up on Saturday morning, opened my phone to check some updates, some news and updates from other journos, from other pages, just to get some news and updates for tonight's podcast. Well, today's podcast. Sorry, what am I talking about? I want to get some news and updates for today's podcast. And this one, I wouldn't say hit my desk, my metaphorical desk. It hit my metaphorical desk. It says here, the rumblings have been around for a while, but Jason Taumalolo will drop a bombshell up north and request a release from his decade-long deal with the Cowboys and potentially take up residence in Redcliffe as a result. Tamalolo and the head coach, Todd Payton, have had their differences at times and will part ways at the end of 2022 if Payton is still in the job. That is very interesting from the NRL up there, if Payton is still in the job. Oh my God, that's two bombshells with one freaking sentence. With one sentence. It's two bombshells. Jason Taumalolo could be leaving the North Queensland Cowboys and Todd Payton might be sacked. Holy shit. Now, obviously, we've heard rumors. We've heard rumors that Jason Taumalolo wasn't enjoying his time up there with Todd Payton. We've heard rumors that they've had their differences. But Jason Taumalolo leaving the North Queensland Cowboys... I never thought I'd see the day. I never thought I'd see the day. God, he'd be unreal for Redcliffe. I think Wayne Bennett is the perfect guy to use him in the right way. Oh, the arousal levels right now are going through the roof. I would love this sighting. And as weird as it would be, as weird as it would be to see Jason Taumalolo not in a North Queensland jersey. I mean, I would love this signing for Redcliffe. We talk about big signings. We're talking about Vunavalu being a big signing. Tamalolo, big boy season. That would be a huge signing for the Redcliffe Dolphins. A huge signing for Wayne Bennett making a new club up there. Wow, that would be an unreal signing for the club. And it's given me goosebumps. It's given me goosebumps, ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait to see if this one goes through. And then the last little update here. Bit of breaking, bit of breaking news. Kirk Capewell is likely to be the Brisbane Broncos round one captain on his club debut. Billy Walters is expected to be one of the halves likely to partner Albert Kelly, who will come out of COVID isolation in the next couple of days. That's four bombshells in three sentences. Kirk Capewell to be the captain of the Brisbane Broncos come round one. We've got Billy Walters and Albert Kelly being the halves pairing. We've got Albert Kelly, who has been in COVID isolation. So another player in that Brisbane system who's had COVID that's sort of gone under the radar, obviously with guys like Kobe Hetherington and Adam Reynolds having COVID as well. 
I've liked what I've seen from Albert Kelly. I've liked what I've seen from Billy Walters. I think they're a great halves pairing. Kurt Capewell, I think, will be a great captain, and he'll lead them with defense. I think he's one of the best. I've said it for a while now. He's one of the best defensive back rowers in the comp, so he'll definitely carry them in defense. I think he'll be a great captain for the club. And as I said, really like this Albert Kelly, Billy Walters harvest pairing, even if it is for the first round only. Uh, I can't wait to see which one of those guys will end up being the harvest pairing for Adam Reynolds. It looks like it's going to be Billy Walters, but I said, I've said this before, things can change in a week. In rugby league, it's such a weird game where things can change in an instant. So be very interesting to see who eventually gets that sixth spot. But that is all your news and updates, guys. That's all your news and updates in the past week. It's a half an hour podcast. I do apologize for it being so long, but there were so many, so many updates to cram in there. But thank you for choosing Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I recommend this podcast to a friend, and I will see you guys in the next one. Well,